Entrepreneurship is a journey and one of the hardest jobs in the world. That's why if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you must master the art of organization, productivity, and time management to keep you motivated. This is where the organizedpreneur comes in. With the organizedpreneur, you get the right tips, the right tools, and the right resources to help you simplify your life so that you can organize your business with ease. There are many, many causes of clutter. Some are physical, others are emotional, mental, spiritual. Um, there are a lot of reasons for why we have clutter. And so today I want to talk about causes and indicators. Causes and indicators. A cause meaning an agent that brings something about, like something that caused something to happen. Right. An indicator means something that's a sign that shows or suggests a condition or an existence of something. Right. So let's start with causes. Okay. Causes. So perhaps one of the main or most obvious cause of clutter has to do with excess, excess physical possessions, right? Most of us are guilty of accumulating items simply because we can't bear the thought of getting rid of them, even if we don't use them or need them. Sometimes there are gifts that people gives us, that people will gift to us. Sometimes they are things that we've purchased and maybe we don't need them. We just find ourselves in a place where we just don't want to get rid of them, right? And so um, I have done that myself, right? And so these are unloved items because when they pile up over time and we don't use them, no one else is using them, and they're just there collecting dust, they are becoming clutter. Remember how we define clutter. We define clutter as unloved items, right? We don't love them. They pile up over time, right? When they really should be gone or thrown away or de donated, but instead it's put in a drawer or on a shelf just collecting dust and not getting any use. And so the trouble with this type of clutter is that it kind of builds up over time. So you really don't realize how much it's gotten out of control until one day you look around and you see the extent of the clutter that's been accumulated. I recently worked with a client who was really in tears after they realized that clutter had just accumulated. And so they kind of broke down and it, you know, the first thing that they said was, how did I let it get it this way, right? So the excess of physical possessions is one of the main causes of clutter. Another cause of clutter is having excessive commitments on your schedule, or maybe, not on, maybe they're not on your schedule, just having excess, excessive commitments, right? Whereas sometimes we do these type of things when there are issues in setting boundaries or um, if you are a 
recovering people pleaser like myself, right? You may have excessive commitments. You're not, you're not sure how you're going to say no to something. Even if it's not something you want to do, you have excessive commitments on your calendar, right? And so in these days, there, there, there's so much more to consider, okay? And so what I mean by that is we have complicated lives instead, instead of having simple lives, right? And sometimes they are with, we don't operate with intention and focus. And so these things can cause us to have excessive commitments on our plate. And I guess I shouldn't say schedule because, again, sometimes we don't even put it on our schedule. Sometimes we just agree to certain things. And we didn't want to agree to, to them, but something in our head just said, well, you know, it's okay. Saying yes to something is saying no to something else. And maybe that something else is something you should be doing, maybe in your business, maybe as a way of doing something for yourself or getting closer to your business goals. And so we have to be careful of allowing excessive commitments to bombard us because of no boundaries or people-pleasing and things like that. So that's number two. And so number three is something that I feel that is very, very common <laughs> or really in front of us nowadays uh, more than ever. And that's the elements that weigh on our mind that's causing mental clutter, such as what we watch, what we consume, social media, that weigh on our minds, causing us to have mental clutter, such as things from social media or being filled with negative thoughts, things like when we see other people living up to their potential and we feel like we haven't lived up lived up to our potential. And so there's this imposter sim syndrome, as they call it, right? And so sometimes we're just caving into the, into the demands of what we think we're supposed to be doing. Because, again, if we're watching other people on social media, it could be our competitors or it could be friends, family, and we think that because we see them doing certain things that, oh, well, you know, I should be doing it too. Or perhaps this is something that I, I'm missing out on, right? And so it's those trying to live up to those other people's standards and expectations. And so we have to be careful about those things. We have to be careful about what we're consuming. We have to be careful about what we consume on social media, what we allow in our thought processes. And so because it can begin to cause us to feel overwhelmed with negativity and um, thoughts that's consuming our brains that, quite honestly, doesn't have a right to be there. 
Okay, and so those are some of the causes of clutter, right? Excessive uh, possessions, physical possessions, excessive commitments, right? And then overwhelming uh, clutter that comes from what we're watching, the negative thoughts that that's being caused by what we're seeing on social media, what we're we're consuming the news. And the accessibility of all of that is just alarming. Like you just open your eyes pretty much and then you can find all of that stuff out there that's, that can be consuming. And so those are some of the three main causes. Of course, there are many other causes, but I wanted to point these out. Now, let me move to indicators. And this is something that I've talked about before, and this is something that definitely um, should be taken into account of. And so when we look at indicators, we're talking about things that may suggest you could be dealing with clutter or you could be dealing with a clutter issue. Okay? So number one, the need for more. The need for more. When you're looking for stuff to make you happy, right, it, it, it really becomes a short-lived thing. And soon enough, you're back to where you, where you started because now you want more and more because there's that need to satisfy that need, again, for more and more and more. And it becomes this endless cycle because stuff will never, never make you happy. Right? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with wanting things or you know, wanting or having a desire to live a better life or having a desire to, to even uh, surround yourself with nice things. That is not the point that I'm making here. What I am saying, though, is that when we have an excessive amount of stuff that's there because we're trying to fulfill an inadequacy, a need to feel accepted or seeking approval by others, this can be an indicator. Okay, so number one is the need for more, more, more. Okay, so we're talking about causes and indicators. And so let's move to the indicators, right? And so we said, though, we said, though, that the Causes is something that brings something about, right? Like this is the cause of your trouble. An indicator is saying that there is a sign or something that suggests that there is a, a condition or the existence of something, right? So it's a sign or something that, or that suggests that the condition exists. And so when we look at the three indicators that I wanted to talk about, the, num the number one indicator is when you have that need for more, when you're looking for stuff to make you happy, right? And when you are with indicator number one, that need to or need to have more, is short-lived because what happens is when you fulfill that short-lived need, 
soon enough, you're back to where it begins because now you want more and more, right? And it becomes this endless cycle because stuff will never make you happy. And I'm not saying that they're you, you wanting to have things or you want things to, uh, to help you have a better life. You want to be surrounded by nice things. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I am saying is that when it's excessive and done to fulfill some type of inadequacy or need to feel accepted or uh, to feel or seek approval by others, that could be an indicator that there is something there that is a clutter issue, right? It's not the cause of it, but there is an indication. And it could stem from a lot of things, okay? And so that would be number one, the need for more. Indicator number two is when you feel this is never enough, right? Now, this is similar, similar to indicator number one, but this is about accomplishments and achievements and academia, right? You feel like there's never enough accomplishments. You don't, you don't have enough degrees. You don't have enough certifications. You have a need for recognition of your achievements, and those things are fulfilling to you, or you feel as though it's fulfills you because there's nothing wrong with having degrees or certifications or recognition or accomplishments for your achievements. You should desire those things. But if you're looking for fulfillment in those things, if you're looking for value or worth in any of those things, you won't find it. And there will always be that feeling of never enough, never enough information. You're constantly consuming because you, you define yourself and your worth in those things. So that's indicator number two. Indicator number three, you're worried about losing it all. Okay? Now, inter interesting enough, some people feel that they don't have enough and they're worried and at some level or another about losing what they have. And there are times when, you know, depending on your circumstances and life experiences, when you may be afraid of losing everything, right? You'll find that very common in a lot of older people that, that come through some challenging times. We all know someone. In fact, my mother was that way, right? She had an excessive amount of clothes and electronics and stuff. And although she would give her last to anyone, but because of her life experiences and the era that she grew up in, she felt the need to buy stuff just in case. Okay, And so all I'm saying here is that those three are indicators, worried about losing it all, feeling like you don't, have, you don't have enough, there's you know, never enough, or the need for more, more, and more are actually indicators. Okay? They're indicators at, in terms of mental, phys, uh, psychological, as well, as well as physical clutter surrounding you both inside and outside, that's preventing you from living a truly meaningful and purposeful and effective life. And so you want to examine all of those things. One of the things that I do is I ask myself, what is truly important when, when I'm trying to make a purchase or what have you? Because I do have my own 
uh, pack rat tendencies, as I always share. I have my own pack rat tendencies, which is the reason that I wanted to um, to be in the organizing business. And I I have to constantly reevaluate when I make purchases. Why am I purchasing this? Do I is this something that I need? Is this truly important right now? Is this something that if I don't purchase it, what are the consequences? Is that going to impact me from from accomplishing something else? And so there are questions that you really need to ask yourself. And from a practical standpoint, exercise the and I've I've heard this across you know different productivity strategists and other organizers and professional organizers or what have you it's like the buy one or or you buy one thing but you must toss something before you buy it and I've even heard it uh, another organizer and I don't know or remember the person's name but um, they recommend that it's two you throw two items out before you buy something else so one in two out okay I think that's a great great practice and so these are some things that I would recommend that you do when you feel like there are some causes and some indicators in your life that may suggest that there is a clutter issue or there's clutter in your life things that's causing you to feel a sense of overwhelm that that is is impeding your ability to live the best possible life purposeful and effective life ever okay and so if you're like most people what truly is important has nothing to do with stuff or your possessions and so I encourage you to do those type of self-evaluations and from a practical standpoint exercise you know the one in two out rule okay all right so I thank you for listening to this podcast and we hope to see you next time on the Organizedpreneur podcast have an amazing day bye bye